So you're probably asking yourself, how to successfully grow a facility management company in today's digital age while still remaining profitable? You know that marketing should probably be in the mix, but you may not know the best approach, the newest strategies, or which digital platforms to market on. So how do you use marketing to grow your effort business today? That is a question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Javier Lozano Jr. and welcome to the Facility Management Marketing Podcast. Welcome everyone to another episode of Facility Management Marketing Podcast. I'm your host Javier. So this next episode, we'll be diving into webinars. And so this is something that I have been, um, I, I, I love webinars. I love attending webinars. I love hosting webinars. I love everything about webinars. And webinars were like big, like two years ago when the pandemic hit and they are still big today. They they work very well. They may not be as popular as they probably were probably like, you know, eight years ago, six years ago when I started learning more about webinars. But in general, webinars are are just a really great um, just a great opportunity to to speak to the masses. Okay. So in sales, there's there's like a one to one to many approach. Um, there's, I'm sorry. There's a one to one approach, which is your normal one to one sales, which is what most of you that are here will be actually doing is, is doing a one to one approach on your sales process. There's the one to few approach, where you're probably selling to like a few people all at once. It could be like at a conference and you're kind of doing a demo or something like that. You see this done on, on a lot of SaaS platforms where you're you're kind of doing a demo about something and, and, and showing some stuff. And, you know, where I'm coming from is, is that there's all different ways on how you can demonstrate stuff. And webinars are basically, you know, a seminar, but it's done, you know, with like a Zoom or whatever. And so I'm not going to go in too deep into like every little aspect by, about a webinar, but there's this concept that I follow that's called the perfect webinar. And so I'm going to kind of teach it to you on like how I understand it and how I've used it. And then, you know, you could also, you know, access it yourself. Um, you can just look it up and buy and buy the course. It's, it's relatively inexpensive. But, um, you know, with that, like I, I've learned how to do webinars over the years and I'm still trying to get better at them. And so I'm always trying to improve. And there's just certain frameworks and formats that you want to kind of follow when you're doing your webinar. So this is just kind of like a little four key framework on how to do a facility management webinar. And, and, and keep in mind that like this can be tailored to you. And if you're like, well, I'm different. Yes, I know you're different, but like everyone's business is different. Okay. And I took this concept and applied it towards um, you know, B2B companies that were in the service space. And then I took the same concept and then applied it towards B2B companies that are um, actual like service providers, okay? And so I'll be taking this concept and, and doing the same thing and, and, and continuously, you know, tweaking it and, and working with it. I've done it for franchises. I've done it in different ways and it can be done. It's just how you model it. And these webinars, they can be five minutes long they can be 55 minutes long. It doesn't really matter. What matters is that the content is actually good. So with that, what I want to do is I want to explain um, like the four key steps that you need to have in your webinar. So the first one is that you need to have some sort of story. So you need to, to show that, you know, you're going to, to show the value of what you're teaching. You need to tell a story. You need to tell like a backstory about 
how you learned it or how you earned it. And this is kind of what I mean is like this webinar, I learned it and earned it two different ways. I learned it first by reading a book called Expert Secrets. And then from there, I invested um, some money on essentially having something designed for me for a webinar kind of design process where this guy would keep create like a landing page for me. And from there, I filled out some information and was able to map out like a very high level webinar design. So, you know, and it was great. And then, and then what I did from there is I started like watching other people do the same webinar, but for their product or services. And I started kind of writing notes and tweaking it. And I'm like, okay, I get, uh, this kind of makes sense. And then, and then from there, I ended up buying a course that taught me how to use this, you know, whole concept and why it's important to do this and why you should be doing that and this, that, and the other. So like where I'm coming from is, is that when you're designing, you know, when, when you're trying to sell something, you've got to show the value behind what it is. You can't just teach something and be like, uh, you know, I just know this because if you don't show the value by telling the story on how you learned it or earned it, then the other people are not going to value it either. And this is what I mean, like, because if you learned it, it took time. I can say it took me eight, eight years to learn how to do the perfect webinar. And I'm still trying to get better at it or maybe six years. I don't know. And I also paid a lot of money to learn it. And if I taught it to you and say 30 minutes, you'd be like, man, that would be awesome because I don't have to either spend thousands of dollars and eight years to learn how to do this. I can learn it from you in 30 minutes. You see what's going on now? Now you're like, I'm really interested. So you got to have some sort of story that tells you on how you learned it or earned it. Number two, you need to help them buy into the mission by introducing a strategy of the framework. So what you don't wanna do is like, this is like the what, okay? What you don't wanna do is you wanna, you wanna essentially like give them a framework of how like this works. So you don't give them everything, okay? Like essentially like what you're, what you're gonna do <clears throat> is you're gonna eliminate like how, how to do that, like how to do all the like the really intricate stuff and how to implement everything. But what you're gonna do is you're gonna kind of say, hey, this is the framework. You need this framework to do this so that you're successful to do this. And so when you lay out the framework and how it's done, then all of a sudden people are like, oh, that, that makes sense. If you think about this, my entire podcast is all frameworks. I teach in frameworks, okay? Whenever we do things in our company as a, as a marketing organization, I lay things out in frameworks like this is how we're going to do this and then we're going to do this and then we're going to do this and then we're going to do this and it just kind of keeps rolling that way, right? Step number three is you got to walk everything, um, walk through everything they need to do to achieve the success with your framework. So you're, you're not going to show them all the tactics, but you're going to kind of show them like, and so you need to do, you need this piece and you need this piece and you need this piece to make this all work together, okay? And so you're just gonna kind of show them like the ropes. Like I've done this with like, hey, this is how you start a podcast. You need this, 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 and this, and this. And it's very simple. Like, hey, this is how you do a webinar. You need this, 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 and this, okay? And so the reason you do this is and you don't go too, too much into teaching, okay? Because this is where you're gonna lose them is that then they're gonna get caught up on like all these other things. So you're just gonna say like, you know, you need these, you know, simple ingredients. It's like, it's no different from watching like those cooking shows where you're like, you need salt, you need pepper, you need cumin, you need some paprika, you need this, and you don't know how much to put of everything. You just know like the overall, like 
So I need all those things and you need Worcestershire sauce and you need this and you need ketchup and you need mustard and you need white, you know, white vinegar. And then you're like, and that's how you make it. And then when you go in and you try to do it, you're like, oh, this is a lot harder than I thought. That's kind of what you're doing. Okay. Whenever you're teaching, you know, whenever you're doing a webinar or even a seminar. All right. And then step number four is you need to share case studies about how others have used this same framework to achieve the same transformation or results that changed. All right. And so case studies are going to really help you make things move forward. So like if you're like, hey, this has worked, let me give you like two examples. I did this for my company, um, you know, as doing this, this and this, and this is what it transformed and did this for another company and did this, this and this, and this is how it transformed them. Okay. When you do that and you give case studies and examples, people are like, oh, that makes sense. And so, you know, whenever you're, you're kind of laying the structure out on your, you know, your webinar framework, what you want to do is, is you want to kind of, I'm going to kind of, I'm looking at my notes here. There's like, you know, different stories that you want to tell throughout this. Okay. And so, and I'm, I'm laying this out. So the framework that I just gave you is just four simple steps. And within that framework, these are like some of the, like the micro, not micro, but the macro tactical things that you want to do. Okay. And so I'm going to kind of give you guys the, the foundation of this is how it's going to look like. So, you know, you know, how I told you that you get to tell a story and how you learned it and earned it so that people perceive that, see the value. When you go into storytelling, you want to tell like an origin story. All right. And this is basically your chance to share your journey from where that, you know, from, you know, where you started to where you are right now. And, you know, how this new opportunity that you're going to be showing them um, is really changed, the, you know, is going to really change their lives. Like, you know, like you, you, you basically say like, hey, you know, I was doing this, this and this. And so I know exactly what you were struggling with because most, you know, facility companies are most, you know, you know, people that are high. Yeah, it's still recording. It just there was a delay. So if, if there's a delay on this um, for you. It's probably because um, there was a delay on my computer. I'm not sure why, what happened. Um, anyways, where I'm coming from is, is that what you're trying to achieve, make sure that my mouse is disconnected. That's why. Okay, so what you're trying to achieve is you're trying to create some sort of relationship. You're trying to have them be like, oh, I get it. I, I can relate to you. I understand you. That makes a lot of sense. And so you're trying to kind of like tell them like, hey, this is this is where I came from and I get it. Like, I mean, a great example is, is um, you know, I'm, I'm a CU Buffs guy. I went to University of Colorado. We just hired Deion Sanders as our new head coach. He used to be the head coach of Jackson State, which is a HB, um, S, or HBCU um, um, school. And it basically, <coughs> excuse me, Basically, um, you know, the, the, his story is that he, he turned this, this school, Jackson State, into like a powerhouse in, in, in his division, his conference, to win the SWAC. And then he went now into like the Pac-12 to be the head coach of the University of Colorado. And so he's got a cool story on how he got there and all this other stuff and et cetera, et cetera. And, and where I'm coming from is like, you need to have an origin story. All right. So that's very important. Now, I told you that you need to be teaching in stories as well, too. Everything that you should be doing should be in stories. Like, you should be having stories within stories. I just told you one right now, all right? So the next story that you want to use, this is going to be like, this framework is that there's three things in order to achieve success, all right? And so what you want to do is like, you're going to teach, um, 
you're going to teach in, in this framework, you're going to teach them, hey, I know that you struggle with these three things. You're going to have like an internal belief of what, you know, the challenge is. You're going to have an external belief of what the challenge is. You're going to have also like a belief of like what you would like, you know, to achieve um, and, and all that stuff. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to break all of these um, beliefs that you have and I'm going to tell you how I was able to break them by doing this this and this and so you use stories and then frameworks and examples and case studies to build off of each one so like the first one is like you're gonna tell like a vehicle story and so this vehicle story is like it's just basically a story showing on how using this vehicle of your new opportunity led you to the outcome they desire all right, so an example is this, you know, like as, as you know, it, you know, when, when I, on the marketing side, when I, okay, let, me, let me step back a little bit. The reason I, 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 I'm successful, I'm helping like facility and property management companies is because I basically have proven the concept to several other companies inside the industry and outside the industry, okay? And so the vehicle that I use is like, hey, listen, I know that you guys have tried to do this, this, and this. You've tried to run ads, so you've tried to do this, and like, and you're trying to understand digital marketing, and there's not a, a marketing department within your organization. You have a very heavy operations and sales team and all this other stuff, and you don't have a marketing team. I get all that. And so this is how I was able to do overcome all those things without having all those resources. And this is the vehicle I used. And the vehicle was like SEO, and you know paid search and then you know like and that's kind of what i'm saying right so what you're doing is that this story that you're telling is essentially going to start kind of saying like hey like i know that you may have tried all these other things but it and 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 quite frankly like you failing at those things it's not your fault don't worry about it it's not your fault but like you basically chose the wrong vehicle to try to achieve success in marketing and I'm gonna help you fix that by using this new vehicle. And this is the new opportunity that you'll be getting. And the reason you wanna talk about a new opportunity is that you don't wanna sell another mousetrap. What you're trying to do is you're basically saying like, hey, it's okay that you didn't succeed. Um, this new opportunity lets the other person be like, hey, this is cool. I can actually step away and cut my losses and it's okay, it's not my fault. And they feel more comfortable, if you will. Does that make sense? That's what you're trying to do when you're presenting the vehicle part of this story of, of this new opportunity, okay? So now that we understand, um, you know, that the, you have an origin story, okay? Like, and then you've got your vehicle story, and then you've got this internal belief story. This is the third story that you'll be teaching or, or, or talking about. And so in this, this internal belief story is really important because everyone has their own internal beliefs. They're like, it might work for you, but it's not going to work for me because I'm in a different industry. That's their internal belief. Or it might work for you, but it's not going to work for me because I go after um, bigger customers that have X amount of you know properties or something like that. Do you see what I'm saying? Like they have internal beliefs on why it's not going to be successful for them. Oh, sorry. I'm trying to drink some water. Hold on a second. I've been sick for the past couple weeks and I got a dry throat because I'm talking a lot. 
And so <clears throat> in this story, you're explaining how you broke through all these false beliefs about yourself in order to attain the goal of your new opportunity. And so you could have different, like, it, like, it could be like, well, the reason you succeed is because you've been doing this a lot longer. Like I've heard people say that to me, like, well, the reason you're really good at this hive year is because you've been marketing for 15 years. Well, I've actually been marketing for 18 years, but you know, who's counting? And really it's not, that's, that's not why. It's because I did this, this, and this. And, and so I explained those things. Does that kind of make sense? And so the whole purpose of this, what you're trying to do is you're trying to essentially like, essentially acknowledge, you know, where their, um, their false belief is, and then you're trying to break it so that, and then you break it with stories, a framework and case study, an example. So you say, Hey, I went through this and then I created this framework and now me achieve this. And basically I no longer had to suffer this, 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 and this, which is what you guys all went through as well too, because like we're both, we're trying to figure the same thing out. And this is what the results were. And then I didn't know if this was actually going to work all the time. So then I tried it for three other companies and it actually did this, this, and this, and these are the results as well too. Crazy. And then all of a sudden on that internal belief, all of a sudden that person's like, crap, everything they say is true. So therefore I have to believe it. Does that make sense? So let me go back to the very beginning of this. Like you got to tell your origin story, like your background, where you came from, your humble beginnings, if you will, so that they can relate to you. Okay. This is very critical. You don't talk about you. You talk about your humble beginnings. And I use this a lot. My whole beginnings of like, I had a company and you know, this was my, my company in, in a storefront and I was going out of business almost every day. And, you know, I didn't build this, you know, big conglomerate business, but after learning how to get better at marketing, I started doing this and this is the results and all this other stuff. Like, I'm, and people are like, I, I know those days I can relate to that. And then like, and then I realized I was going through these problems. And the reason I was going through these problems is because I was choosing the wrong, you know, path on how to achieve that. And, and so I realized that like there's a, there had to be another path. And so I started diving, learning more about this stuff by following Russell Brunson and Gary Vee and all these other things. And then started investing all this money. And then, and then I realized that this is the path to achieve success on, on getting more customers through marketing. And then I had these, you know, beliefs about, you know, well, it works for them, but it's not going to work for me because I'm in a bigger town or I'm in a smaller town compared to them. Like you see what's going on. And you keep doing this, all right? And then you get your final, your fourth and final story, which is gonna be your external belief story. And so they basically this story is you know is gonna help them understand how you, you know, or a client or customer was able to see through a false belief about some external barrier to success by using your new opportunity. And so, you know, it could be like, well, we're in a recession, you know, and like it's really hard to grow a business in a recession. Like, well, I actually grew a business in a recession and grew bigger during a recession than I did like outside of a recession. Weird. Okay. Um, or people can say like, well, you know, COVID, you know, affected me. Well, like, well, here's like three other companies that actually had COVID hit them at the same, same as you, but they made these tweaks by doing this, this, and this. Okay. So what you're doing is that essentially you're telling a story to relate to them on this external belief. You're acknowledging that, you know, like, Hey, it's okay that you, that you struggle with this because like we all went through this. And then this is the framework that, that I created to help you not have to face this external belief 
okay? And you don't say that. You don't say like, you know, this false beliefs or whatever. You, you don't tell them that. You just kind of say like, hey, like this is what I had to do to help me kind of like, you know, break through this problem that I was going through and it worked. And then the order to see if it would work again, I did it for like two or three other companies to see if it would actually work and it worked again. And these are the results that they achieved. So when you do that and you teach on your origin story and then you teach the vehicle part of the story, you teach the internal belief part of the story and you teach the external belief part of your story, all of a sudden what you've done is that you've hit every part of what they can try to challenge you on. Say like, but that won't work for me. But that won't work for me. And what you're trying to do is you're, you're teaching them by saying like, hey, it will work for you because I've got this framework that worked for me and it did this and it's worked for other people that have done this and it's gonna be successful. And so this is really interesting. And, I, and I'm not gonna go through the last piece because I know this other piece is gonna be very challenging to kind of teach. And I might do this as a part two, to be quite honest. Um, you know what, I'll probably do this as a part two because there's more to um, this last piece. So the reason I teach essentially like this, like these webinars, is, is all I'm doing is I'm just teaching stories throughout the entire process, which is great. Like teaching stories is, is, a, is a really, really good way to really relate. But when I, when I started using this framework at these franchise events and I was doing them live, okay, and people were like glued to my presentation. They're like, I can't, like, I kid you not when I say this, like, we have a booth here and we found out that you were talking, I literally blocked out time to listen to your speaking, you know, your speaking part. And I've had people literally glued to my presentation. They say, at the end of the presentation, they're like, I basically think that I need to have a vehicle wrap because you've convinced me that I need a vehicle wrap in order to grow my business because no other form of marketing is going to work. And you might be thinking, well, Javier, did you talk about vehicle wraps the entire time? I did not. I did not talk about vehicle wraps the entire time. All I did was I explained the value behind it in different ways by using stories and examples and other people kind of getting, you know, great business and just explain that. Like what I'm trying to get to is, is that I use this same framework to sell wraps and you can use this same framework to, to garner more facility, um, facility, not facility companies, but more companies that need facility services or more companies that need property management services. Okay. And by using this framework, like it will work. Trust me on this. Okay. And so, you know, the second part of this is like, there's called what's called the stack and close. And I'm not going to go into that right now because we're already at like 20 some odd minutes. So what I want to do is I want to kind of, you know, kind of iterate that this, this four part framework for, you know, how you teach, you're not teaching them how to do it. You're giving them like a foundation or a framework of it. And you're kind of giving them like a teaser of the tactical piece of like, you need, you know, you know, here are some things that you need, but you're not diving into each one. You're not saying, okay, and then you're going to be doing this and then this and this. And because what happens, people get lost in the nitty gritty. That's what they're paying you for to do is essentially how to execute those, like the hows. Okay. They're paying you to do that. The what's and the why's is what they're like, that's like what you're giving away for free. And then they pay you for the hows. Okay. So like bring up the what's and the why's. All right. And, and when you do that, people and, and teach them around that and give them value behind that and, and make sure you teach something that that's like, Hey, this is really good. 
I want to be able to do the rest of this stuff. I need you to do the rest. People buy into that. All right. So hope you found this valuable. I'm going to teach a part two. So if you're listening to this um, podcast, I'm going to be teaching a part two on called the stack and close framework. Okay. So again, my name is Javier with Facility Management Marketing Podcast. And if you can do three things for me, connect with me on LinkedIn, um, on linkedin.com slash in slash Javier Lozano Jr. Uh, DM this webinar, I'm sorry, webinar, DM this podcast to somebody, uh, share it in a, in a text message or something like that, and then give us a five-star review on Spotify and or on Apple Podcasts. Thanks a lot and have a great day. All right, guys. Thanks for taking a listen to our Facility Management Marketing Podcast Secrets. Uh, this is your host, Javier Lozano Jr. One other ask I've got for you guys is, is to subscribe to our email list. You can go to bouldermediasolutions.com slash email. And that way you can get updates on some marketing trends that I'm seeing, uh, some strategies that I'm executing. And more importantly, I'll be actually launching some webinars and training that's going to help your company use marketing strategies to essentially grow your business. Uh, we'll be doing some training, uh, offering some courses, that sort of stuff. So you can always unsubscribe to that email list. It's no big deal. It's not going hurt my feelings this is more for facility managers i'm sorry facility management companies that want to grow their business by using marketing all right guys thanks a lot and have a great one